You're listening to Actors with Issues with Juaniala, a podcast of actors, by actors, and for actors. Today's guest is actor, producer, and entrepreneur, Alan Sepos. So Alan, you have been in this business since you were uh, a child. And I'm curious, did you always imagine from that young age that you wanted to pursue acting at a career level or did other things pique your interest along the way? So I always had the priority of I wanted to do acting. Mm -hmm. But I think my number one thing I found recently, a little note I wrote to myself at 10, saying my number one priority was acting. My number two was traveling. And my number three was speaking French. And Mm -hmm. turns out those three things I've actually done a lot of so yeah so i knew really right from the beginning and you've also had um a successful career producing um a number of broadway productions so how did that how did all of that start uh for you well since i've always been interested i grew up in new york my grandmother started taking me to broadway shows when i was seven Mm -hmm. so i've seen probably almost every single musical comedy that's been on broadway since the late 50s And I met some people 10, 15 years ago who were involved with producing. And I thought, you know, I've I've seen everything. Maybe I should invest a little bit in some of the productions. So I've done that. It's not as fulfilling for me as actual acting or other things I do in my life. It's interesting. It's intriguing. But it's it's not as exciting as I thought it would be, the producing part of the industry. And I've heard from, uh, in, a, in a number of interviews, I listen to a lot of podcasts where they do interviews with actors. And uh, I believe it was Carrie Washington spoke about how producing for film and television is very different from doing so for theater. How in theater, it's much more on the financial side. You're an investor versus film and television. You're often more involved uh, in the development process and the creative process. Um, have you given any thought to doing more producing on the television, on the on-screen side? So I was in a, a web series that I helped produce, which in fact, that's true. I was very involved with the production and the writing and the development. And of course, I was in it as well. So that was much more fulfilling. But I think, you know, in life, you kind of stick to what you know and do best. And I think I've decided the producing is left for someone else. Unless it's something that I'm, you know, I see a lot of actors, they will produce, you know, they'll do vanity projects themselves. They'll produce it so they can be in it. I would consider doing that. And, you know, with the many sort of uh, uncertainties in artistic careers, there are all these peaks and valleys and times where, we're booking other times where we're not. Um, and, you know, I'm curious, was there ever a time that you thought, okay, I gave this a try. Maybe, maybe this is it for me. Or did you always know that you just had to keep going and make it work? So I was lucky because I, at a very early age, I decided that acting wasn't going to be how I was going to support myself. Mm. So I've always been able to jump in and out when I wanted because I have a whole, I have two sides of my life. So the other side of my life has always allowed me to continue to act, but yet support myself. So I, there was never a moment when, there's never a moment when I said I would jump out. There were a lot of moments when I said, 
I should be in it more. You and know, now, now in my life where I am at this point is my other business that I, we have retail stores um, in New York city and I have such a great staff that I'm really at a point in my life now where I don't really have to do that part of my business. And so I am plunging a lot more in my acting. And, uh, you know, with the name of our show being uh, Actors with Issues, uh, as we've spoke about already, sort of different uh, career obstacles and hurdles that our guests face. Um, I'm curious, because you've been involved in the industry for so long, what have you noticed has been the biggest change in the industry and sort of what it means to be an actor over the years? So I think the biggest change I've seen in this industry, which is the biggest change I've seen in my other life as well, is when you had an eight o'clock, I mean, it, it sounds like a small change, but it means a lot more than just that individual idea. When you had an eight o'clock call, if you got there at eight, you were late. Right. Now, there's not the same sense of time or responsibility. I noticed that, that people get, there's not the same punctuality. Mm -hmm. And I think because people can, people have a cell phone, they can always call to say I'm late. It's not big change, but it's significant because it takes away responsibility from individual people. Uh, many of my sort of day jobs, I've worked as a manager at at a at a gym and at a, a few other uh, sort of businesses over the years, and um, also have kind of noticed that you know I always grew up like you know if your shift starts at nine at nine o'clock you're supposed to be like ready to work not walking in at sure. nine oh, i gotta go put down my bag i gotta charge my phone gotta clock in i gotta do all these things and uh yeah i feel like it's sort of uh an age-old adage of you know if you're on time you're late if you're early you're on time yeah I, I was just at a film festival in paris one of my films was showing and the whole team they were under 35 and the festival like eight o'clock, that's when their big gala event was to begin. And I was the only one there at a quarter of, and all of these others, they got there, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes late. And it seemed all right. No one walked in and said, I'm sorry. And I see that in my other business as well. It's, mm. I don't know what that's from, but it's definitely a societal shift, I think. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And you know, when it comes to uh, misconceptions, there's so much misinformation out there. Lots of sort of acting gurus and things like that. Uh, young actors can fall for a lot because, you know, folks look impressive and they have a, you know, a resume and a website. There's just so much out there that can sort of confuse and and misguide young actors. So I'm curious, are there any misconceptions about the industry you think that a young actor might have uh, that you've maybe debunked over your career? I think the old adage, you know, if you, if you work hard, you will succeed. And I think most young actors that I meet, I think they all realize that there's a lot of work in the industry. I don't think it's, I don't, I think that's one thing that's been pretty consistent is you don't you don't succeed overnight in this industry. Basically, it's very rare. And I think people going into the business know that. So I don't think I can answer your question and say, yes, this is, you know, impression that I'm going to debunk that, you know, people thought this way. I think I think it's a pretty clear and honest industry about that. People know what they're, young people know what they're getting into. I think so. And uh, one of the projects that you were recently in, and um, I believe also upcoming, you're returning. Uh, is it Gravesend that you were mentioning before Gravesend, that, yeah. that you helped produce as well? Yeah, I did not produce that one. No, not that one. Okay, this is a separate one. Um, but with Gravesend, folks can watch that now on on uh, Prime Video. They can stream it now. Uh, so what can you tell us about the show and your experience working on the series? So it's a show that talks, that deals with a, a crime family in Brooklyn. The neighborhood is Gravesend. Mm-hmm. It's a neighborhood in Brooklyn. So it talks, it deals with a crime family in Brooklyn in the 80s. Um, I think after The Sopranos, there's a, people love that kind of content. Mm-hmm. So the first season was on Amazon Prime and there was a huge, huge following. So huge that they went into production for the second season and there are a lot of major names involved with it. Brian Drescher is in it, Armin Asante's in it, Andrew Dice Clay is in it. Um, there's, there's a, it, it, it's, it's getting a huge, and so, they took the first season off for a couple of weeks off of Amazon Prime to get ready for the new season, which is going to start, I think, the July 4th weekend. They'll put the first season on again, as well as the new episodes of the second season. And it's it's intriguing. It's kind of gritty. Uh, it's pretty exciting to do, and I think it's going to be pretty successful. And you mentioned before that... Um one of the notes that you left for yourself was uh, involved speaking French. And and as you mentioned, you are fluent and your character is French as well. So what can you tell us a bit about, about your character in the show? So um, because the crime family wants to expand their world, they go to Miami mm-hmm. and they want to get involved with businesses in Miami. And I am a restaurant owner in Miami 
who they a French restaurant, a French person with a French restaurant mm-hmm. in a in Miami, and they want to get involved in my business. Things don't go necessarily the way they would like it to, nor the way I would like it to, but it will continue as they go down the season. And uh, quickly before we go, uh, you know, one question we'd love to ask all of our guests is, in uh, in 10 words or less, what advice would you leave for a young actor? The tritest thing you hear, I'm going to preface it, then I'll give you 10 words or less. Sure. When you watch the the award shows like the Tonys the other night or you watch the Oscars and the person that won gets up and says, you know, follow your dream, work hard, you can make it. You sit there and think, this is so trite. But that's all I could think of now to respond. Just follow your dream and work at it. It's true. You know, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a a very good friend of mine who's who's probably watching. uh, And uh, they, uh, you know, have noticed that that's sort of a, a recurring message at the end of the show when we do ask that question is, you know, believe in yourself, follow your dreams, keep going. And while that's, you know, it's not, not necessarily like tangible advice, like, okay, I believe in myself right now, but there's always a moment where you fall off and where you get deterred and you feel those things, but it's so important to keep that in your mind. You know? We only have one life and we don't, and it doesn't last very long. And so if you don't follow what you really want to do in your heart, what's the point? You know, at the end, when you're lying on your deathbed and you should have no regrets because as far as I know, you're not coming back. You can't again. So you really just need to follow what you want to do and what makes you happy. And if you're lucky, the good, the thing that's wonderful about this industry, I think, is most people I meet do it because they love doing it. And not, not everyone is that lucky. A lot of people are working at jobs that they're doing it because they have to. And so if you're lucky enough to be in this industry because you love it that's all we can ask for well alan thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us uh, and for talking with us about the issues really appreciate it okay thanks a lot thanks for joining us be sure to subscribe to actors with issues on spotify apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and visit our youtube channel for full video interviews actors with issues is executive produced and hosted by juan Ayala. see you next time